0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Authentic Uma Podcast. This is Rafiq Tataria here. And in today's podcast, I want to just talk about kind of how my day went and how I've been keeping up with uh, my um, recent uh, development with uh, uh, updating the website albanisbook.com. So if you guys haven't already got Albani's book... It's a book on how to offer your Salah exactly like the Prophet, peace be upon him. Then head on over to albanisbook.com and get yourself a free copy. All you have to do is pay for the shipping. It's a small fee. And uh, I'll arrange to send out the book to you. Now that book is one of the most um, authentic books on how to offer salah exactly like the Prophet peace be upon him. There are, you know, tons of people out there who are who are teaching how to offer salah and teaching people how to pray, right? But many of them. They don't follow the references, that is the hadiths, the stories of the Prophet peace be upon him, which are authentic. So if you guys don't know this, the stories of the Prophet peace be upon him and his teachings, they were passed down to us by people, right? They are passed down by the companions, the followers of the companions and the followers of the followers of the companions, right? That's also known as the tabi'in and the tabi'at tabi'in, right? So... Now those are quite big words, but all they mean is the followers of the companions and the followers of the followers of the companions. May Allah um, be pleased with them all. And so, um, yeah, I don't know what Albani's book, uh, because that book, it's not like any other book out there. Okay, this book, um, it, it gives you the references and it was authored by somebody Um, Very, very uh, popular And very, very famous In the um, Islamic um, scholarly world Okay, it was authored by Sheikh Nasruddin Al-Albani Sheikh Muhammad Nasruddin Al-Albani And he is known as a Muhaddithin And a Muhaddithin is basically Someone who studies the stories Of the Prophet, peace be upon him Like, as a living Okay, so you know he authoring this book he's coming from a background he's coming from a background of you know studying the prophet's life peace be upon him and just digging through uh, the different hadiths and hadith just means stories right so you know it's authored by someone who literally uh, every day he works into the stories of the prophet peace be upon him and it's quite unanimously agreed by the muslim people by the muslim ummah that he is um, a very a very good scholar because some of his works include uh, going into hadith books and classifying them. So, for example, we know of say Bukhari. That's basically that's basically considered the most authentic book um, on after after the Quran. And then the second one is say Muslim. Right? Those two books are considered the most authentic books. Uh, After the Quran and then obviously you have other hadith collections And so what Albani did was that he would go through these collections these other books besides these two books and he would classify Each of those hadiths because you know hadiths are basically stories of the Prophet and basically people had combined them together into collections And so because they did that um you know some are correct and some are not correct right some are fabricated some have a weak chain of narration others have a good strong chain of narration and so what Albani does for a living uh, what he did for a living may Allah have mercy on his soul is that um, he would go through these and look at the people who have narrated that hadith so for example um, if people are standing in a line okay and you've got 10 people in a line Right? So what Albani would do, right? this is just like a kind of a simile, is that he would look at each of those people in the line, right? Um, this is like it's a communication line. Okay? So the person at the front of the line should give the same message as the guy at the back of the line. No, no sorry, the guy at the back of the line should give the same message as the guy at the front of the line. Okay, and in the case of Islam, it's the Prophet, peace be upon him, in the front, and then at the back is where you have his companions, his narrators, um, and basically people who, who recite, um, who, who narrate these hadiths to us. And so that's something uh, which Albani did. He basically made sure that, uh, you know, each one of those people in that line is is a good person, and he's not a guy who will lie, or he's not a guy who's got poor memory. Right. And so, yeah, this book, it's authored by him. And so recently, just today only, I've been making updates to the website so that it's easier for you guys to, you know, get the book. And so all you need to do is fill up your shipping address. Let me know where to send the book. And uh, inshallah, I'll send one out right away very soon. And then inshallah, you will be receiving it in the, in the mail um, anytime soon from then. Okay, and another thing is that on the website you also have the chance to get the, um, the supplications in Albani's book. Now that book has got many supplications and so I got an Arabic voiceover artist to kind of go through each of those supplications and say them out loud. And, and he sent me the audio and I've got the audio files and so you have an opportunity on that website to also get the um, supplications in Arabic. And those Arabic supplications makes it so much easier to memorize uh, the supplications. Because as we know, we don't only learn from reading, we also need to listen to it. And um, I found that uh, by having the Arabic voiceover of the supplication it's tremendously going to help you out um a lot and it's going to make it as i said much easier for you to memorize and then you can apply that in your salah as well and so i highly recommend go to albanisbook.com go and grab yourself a copy um of albanis book i'll ship it out to you but today when i was making the updates on that website you know, there are so many little things which I needed to do. And what I realized from all that is that sometimes you need to just stop and do one thing at a time. I think that it's so important to do that, uh, you know, going through things one thing at a time, because, you know, we've got a lot of things to do in our life. You know, it could be our personal life. It could be our, um, our life in business or it could be our life... Um, you know, at work. And so, no matter what place you're in, right, you, you've got a lot of activities to do and uh, you, somebody has to do them, right? Otherwise, if you don't do them, you know, nothing moves forward in your life. And, um, you know, as Muslims, we're meant to be, um, you know, not just sitting down, not being lazy, right? We're meant to be kind of exploring the world and, checking things out obviously within the due limits of what is prescribed by Allah and his messenger right and so today there was a lot of things to do and I still have a lot of um, a lot other things a lot of other things to do as well and so one of the lessons I'm getting from this is that we need to do one thing at a time and we need to just be more controlled in how we're doing things okay because oftentimes it can get overwhelming for you so if you guys I don't know already I've actually I'm actually coming out of a um, a huge loss which I had to myself financially and not only financially but it's also had an emotional effect on me right and um, I was a victim of a fraud a fraudulent situation and um kind of losing lots uh, you know lots financially and you know close to the point of uh, Uh, having to give up everything you know that my my house uh, you know where my parents are living where i'm living as well and uh, just not a good situation to be in so you could call it as me being in a kind of depression slump and for me to get out of it it's it's a bit difficult for me but alhamdulillah praise be to allah today i was able to you know, get a lot of more things done which are moving me forward. And I'm having to keep behind me the past of what's happened and I just have to accept what's happened and know that, um, you know, it wasn't my intention at all to do any of that stuff, but I was uh, carried away and um, a lot of that stuff had happened to me. But this is part of the test of life, right? Uh, Because if there's no hardship in life, if there's no difficulties in life, then um, really... There's no test in the end, right? And that's what life is. Because the point of life is to say that when we are done with this life, right, it would not be fair for me to go to the same garden, right, that is Jannah, as somebody who committed murder or somebody who, you know, um, maybe committed rape, right? It wouldn't be fair for me to be in the same room, right, in the same beautiful garden, that's Jannah, as this person. Right. And so because of that, you need to have tests and Allah tests people in different ways. And I feel that um, I've undergone some kind of a financial test. And um, how I'm reacting to it is what's being tested And I pray to Allah that may He guide me And may He guide everybody else in their tests And in their respective um, However Allah chooses to, to guide them I hope, uh, however Allah chooses to test them I hope He guides them uh, aright, And that they come back to Him Because the point is that we have to go back to Allah We have to go back to Him And we have to um kind of seek His help in everything we do Because, you know, the world is is nothing but material gain and um, chattels of deception, okay? And so we, as Muslims, we have to kind of, um, you know, come back and come to reality. And when it comes to reality, we have to um, do things slowly, one step at a time. Don't get overwhelmed with whatever you need to do and just stay focused on whatever your goals are, right? Uh, the goals for this life as well as the goals for the next life and really don't take your eye off the goal, I'd say that. That's very, very important. So guys, that's it for this podcast episode and inshallah, God willing, I'll speak with you guys in tomorrow's episode. Assalamu salamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.